Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. Welcome to Work From Your Happy Place, the podcast that equips you with the tools, know-how, and motivation to live your dreams and find your happy place. Be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter for a recap of the week's guests and a preview of what's in store. To sign up, simply text the word happy place with no space to 33444. Now, it's my pleasure to introduce the host of Work From Your Happy Place, Belinda Ellsworth. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Work From Your Happy Place. I'm your host today, Belinda Ellsworth, and I am so excited about our guest. I've got Carissa Kuse with me today, and Carissa is an MBA, and she's an international business consultant, inspirational speaker, spoken word artist, and spiritual teacher. She is the founder of the University of Wellness, an education company dedicated to creating cutting-edge education, certifications, and services in nine elements of wellness. She is also a business consultant for spiritual entrepreneurs and has clients all over the world. She is the creator of the spiritual brand and podcast, Straight Up Fearless. It's my pleasure to welcome Carissa to our show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so super excited to be here. Oh, great. Well, Carissa, fill in some of the gaps from your bio and just tell us a little bit more about yourself and your journey, like how, how you came to land on this and how you're doing what you're doing today. Yeah, so I started in the fitness industry when I was about 20, which was 19 years ago. I can't even believe that. And I started working at the front desk at a gym. And about six months in, the fitness director quit. And the owner decided to send me to all kinds of different trainings for fitness and wellness. And I came back and I still didn't really know what I was doing because the trainings were like two days or three days. They weren't practical. And so I went on to run gyms and really learn the business side of it. And I was still very passionate about this problem that was happening within the certification industry. And so I started to promote other people's certifications that I believed in. And then I started to kind of create my own. But through that process, I actually experienced the trauma of my own that kind of broke me open to 
the spiritual world way bigger than just, you know, fitness and nutrition. And so through healing myself, I became very passionate about creating, um, spiritual certifications and wellness coaching certifications and life coaching certifications. And so then I ended up opening the university of wellness and we now train people in how to coach people in nine areas of their life. So pretty much they're trained to coach people in all areas of their life. So this business was kind of born through a need that I saw and also a pain that I experienced in my own life. Um, and so now I help train professionals in all areas of of business and also how to coach people in all areas of their life from fitness to finance um, and everything in between. So that's kind of how this whole business got started um, was through my own personal pain and then also seeing a need in the industry as well. Okay. Well, so tell us a little bit then how has the business uh, shaped your lifestyle today? So at first I let the business kind of run my life. Um, I was approaching my business from a very like working, you know, 15, 16 hours a day, uh, constantly doing everything. And then I came to the realization that the more that I took care of my own self, the more money that my business made. So actually the less time that I spent on my business and the more time I spent working on myself, the more money I made, uh, the more people that just started to show up in my life. I mean, I was still doing the work. I was just doing, I was more productive in the time that I was working. So it, the business really taught me how to um, surrender the outcome, how to manage failure, how to believe in myself. But also, most importantly, I think I've learned within the last couple of years that, you know, we don't have to spend 20 hours a day working on our business. Uh, working on ourselves sometimes is really important as well. Um, so I, I always say that entrepreneurship is mastering the art of believing in yourself. And I really think that that's what owning a business has done for me is helped me to believe in myself and to not always put work first. Sometimes that's not the most important part. So there seems to be a, a real movement in this. I think that, um, over the last, I'd even say five years, there's certainly been much more of a movement toward health and wellness. I think people are becoming much more conscious about labels on food. They've become much more conscious about what they're putting into their body and the overall effect that that has. So we're seeing a, a huge movement in that anyway. But I, I think in the last year, I'm really hearing and seeing more about the, the healthier you the more healthy that you are, you know, the better that you are overall in er all areas of your life through your work. Um, you do you you work more productively. You have a greater attitude at work. Your relationships are better. So there's been in this last year sort of this movement toward not only is it important to be healthy so that you can live longer and have a better quality of life. But this also allows you to have a better quality of life in all the other areas of your life. So it sounds kind of like that's what you're all about, but we're seeing mm -hmm. a real movement toward that. So is that is that what you're seeing as well? Absolutely. And I, you know, one thing I teach in my certification is, you know, we have the masculine energy and we have the feminine energy and the masculine energy is what creates things and build things. And feminine energy is the intuition and the surrendering and the compassion and, and, and humans, whether we're male or female, we have both. 
but we've created things from a masculine system and that's the go, 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 rush, 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 get things done. And so we need to balance that out a little bit more where we balance the both energies within ourselves. And so that means spending a little bit more time with your family or on yourself and your business will grow because of it, Um, which is kind of the opposite of what we've been taught and what, you know, the world has been built upon. But we need more of that energy because then we show up better. You know, we're more productive because we show up better where we feel better about ourselves when we take care of ourselves or take more time for ourselves. We're able to show up for other people better in business and in life. So yes, I think it's important to, uh, to kind of balance out those energies. Some people call it yin and yang, um, but we have them both. So. Okay. That's interesting. Um, we're seeing more women get involved in what has been more male predominant roles as far as business and they're actually killing it you know I mean they're like Mm -hmm. actually doing a really good job and would you say it's because they come with that more feminine uh, perspective or energy that you talked about well, there's actually some statistics that say that as women, we, you know, we control more money than we've ever controlled. We have bigger positions than we've ever had, but we also are more depressed, more overweight. Um, so I think that we have to find a balance. So yeah, I think that we're, we're working that, that women are getting these positions because we bring more of a creativity to the business and that we'll see more of that. But we also, as women, I think need to learn how to balance it so that we're not so in that masculine energy where we're going, going, going all the time that we actually disconnect from who we are as women, if that makes any sense. Yes. Um, so yes, we are doing really, really well, but we're also, you know, striving so much that it's not making us happy at the end of the day either. And I actually experienced this for myself because I cut out my personal life and I just focus on my business. And then all these big things started to happen. I was published on Forbes. I was, you know, making a lot of money and I wasn't happy. And it was because the things that really mattered, I stepped away from. And so it really made me go, okay, I need to balance this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be all about working all of the time, you can still make more money and, you know, be present for the other parts of your, your life as well. So yeah, 100%. I think we'll continue to see women rising into these positions and bringing that feminine energy to business is beautiful. I love it. Great. So what are two of your greatest skill sets that you think have helped you in owning your own business? I think that I'm not afraid of the word no. Um, I always joke that when I was like 18, I was a telemarketer and I sold windows over the phone. And so you get used to a lot of like phones slammed down in your face and, you know, so that the word no becomes like not a big deal for me. And so I'm not afraid to reach out to people that, um, you know, and ask them for a meeting if there's someone that are like a thousand times more successful than me. And if things don't go the way that I want them to, I move on. And so I've gotten to a place where I really don't have a lot of expectations and I can adapt to failure really quickly. So I think one of my biggest things that have helped me be successful is I'm not afraid of the word no. So I'm also always reaching out for new opportunities. And if I get a no, I don't see it as a failure, I move on to the next thing. Um, and just being very open and surrendering the outcome because it's always this or something better. So I'm not so attached to things being a specific way because when I kind of allow the universe to help, 
things always end up being so much bigger than I ever wanted them to be anyway. So I think surrendering and just not being afraid of failure have been two of the biggest things for me, I think, that have helped in my success. Okay, great. So let's talk about one of your most outstanding accomplishments or something you've achieved that's super meaningful for you. Um, actually, two months ago, I was chosen in basically the top 40 in my state as a West Virginia Wonder Woman. And it was very humbling to be chosen as that because the women were just people who were doing just such amazing things in the state. And so, you know, from from the outside, the success I've achieved on the outside was really why I was I was chosen for that and what I've done with my nonprofit But I faced a lot of fears when I moved back to the state of West Virginia in 2010. It was a very scary thing for me because I had faced a trauma here. So for me, getting that Wonder Woman not only represented what people on the outside saw, but what I had went through to get there that not a lot of people did see. So it just meant so much for me in so many ways. And it just really proved to me that the risk I took in moving back to West Virginia was so worth it. Even though the people that chose me for West Virginia Wonder Woman did not really know all of the struggles that I had gone through to come back here. So I'd say of anything uh, so far, that has been the, the most rewarding because it just really put into perspective that I was supposed to come back here. And it felt like a tap on the shoulder, not only from my state, but from the universe as well. So oh, that was... That's great. Congratulations. <laughs> That's super. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, it was very I was very surprised by that. So That's awesome. So then um sort of polar opposite of that, can you share with us um maybe a struggle that you went through and then how or an obstacle that you have faced in your business and how you worked through that? I would say that being attached to certain outcomes, like there was a specific university, just to put, give an example, there was a specific university that I wanted to be partnered with. And I was just so dead set on that. And I tried to get in every which way from Sunday. I wanted the University of Wellness to be a part of this university. And so I went through every department you could possibly imagine. And it just felt like that was the dream. And that was the only way to get the success that I needed. And finally, after a thousand nose and just realizing that it just wasn't going to work. I just completely let it go. And then my business kind of blew up on its own. And I started having students all over the world um, on my own. And I did it on my own. And then that same university came to me and they wanted to work with me and they wanted me to be exclusive. And I got the opportunity to tell them no. And that just really taught me that, you know, what we think is the biggest thing we could possibly have the universe has something so much bigger than we could ever imagine. And so the obstacle was like just surrendering that. And it took me a long time. And I mean, that was like a three or four year process of, you know, really trying different ways to get in and then finally realizing that, you know what, this will happen when it's supposed to, if it's supposed to. And then I went, you know, kind of international on my own without even needing them. And then at that point, it was like that dream was small compared to what I had created on my own. That's great. And I think that there is a part of surrender in this. I see this all the time. I've seen it with myself over the years. And that is you want something to happen so badly and you push and you push and you push. And then there's a point where you have to say, maybe this isn't meant to be. And Mm -hmm. you kind of got to surrender it, you know, and just let it go. And oftentimes you'll realize, wow, because I was forced to move on, this situation turned out so much better than had I 
forced myself down that path, you know. And I think there's a part of learning to just say, okay, I need to switch right now. I need to switch my thinking. Because for people that are really wired, like myself and most really successful entrepreneurs, it's like, okay, there is an answer to this. I am not giving up. But sometimes it's not necessarily the one that we're sitting looking at right in front of us. There's other opportunities Mm -hmm. that we need to explore. Would you agree with that? Yes. I completely would agree. Like now I have the freedom to, you know, go wherever I want or teach wherever I want. And that dream that I thought was the biggest thing for me would actually have limited me in a lot of ways. And I wasn't able to see that because at the time my thinking was in a box, even though I Mm -hmm. thought it was really big, but it really wasn't. I was actually thinking inside of a box, but to me, that was the biggest thing that I could accomplish at the time. So yeah, I think there's like a, a, there, a balance between the hustle and then the flow of life, like allowing things to come, but also showing up and doing the work. There's a good balance. And I learned that through experience, not, you know, just decided it one day. It was like, I had to learn that the hard way almost. (laughs) I think most of us do. Um, fortunately for you, you, you learned it though in a good way. You know what I mean? I think sometimes we push and push and then we get what we want and then we realize, oh my gosh, you know, that whole thing, be careful what you, what you really wish for, or, um, like, is it really what you want? So I think sometimes it's just the school of hard knocks you got to go through, right? Yeah. And I think I just have, you know, through, I mean, years and years of, you know, not getting what I want and failing in certain ways, I've just kind of learned that everything is a lesson. So I always ask myself, like, what am I learning from this? So Mm -hmm. I don't really see anything anymore as an obstacle. I just, I see it as an opportunity to grow or an opportunity to uh, make something better or to do it differently. Um, So I think that part of my brain now is just wired to think, oh, no, this is an opportunity, not an obstacle. Right. That's That's great. Yeah. It's a good attitude. And at the end of the day, it is our attitude about everything, right? Right. I wasn't always that way. (laughs) Not Um, at all. All right. So what's working from your happy place mean to you? I think showing up and doing what fills me up the most, like what lights my heart on fire, not what is making me the most money. It's what is bringing me the most fulfillment. And usually what happens is that brings me the most money. So the instead of following the things that I think, you know, are going to make me a bunch of money, I follow what lights me up, what what inspires me, what makes me feel authentic. And then I always end up making more money from that thing, but that's not the way that I follow it. Um, So I think my happy place is just really, it's teaching, it's inspiring leaders, it's creating leaders, it's, and it's speaking my truth from my heart and following that in, in every possible way that I can. That's my happy place. Um, And also being able to say no to the things that I know aren't in alignment with that. Um, I've gotten better at that in the last couple months. <laughs> at saying no. Yeah, that's good. That's not always an easy thing either. No. <laughs> you know, it's funny, though, because I teach it sort of from the opposite side of it about sales, because I teach a lot of salespeople. And I think today, though, we've pushed so hard at learning to say no. And there's so many, you know, classes on learning to say no and that people are somewhat programmed, though, to just say no 
before they even mm-hmm. think about what it is they're saying no to. Like, hey, do you guys want to go to dinner this Saturday? Nah, we better not. Oh, do you want to do this? I think people are so programmed to say no today that they miss out on sometimes some really great, this is, I see this more in people's personal lives even, they just miss out on some really great opportunities or they don't stop to think, what am I saying no to? They're saying no because they think they should. They're saying no because they don't feel like maybe going just a tiny little extra mile or a little bit of extra effort. So I'm always real open to seeing possibilities. And I so I think that this is really a fine balance, too, that people need to learn. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Because I know for me, the longest time I had cut out my personal life. So if you would have asked me to go somewhere where, you know, there was fun and men, I would have said no, and I should have been saying yes. And so I think you're you're so right that we need to say, okay, is this is am I saying no because I'm afraid of something or am I saying no because this genuinely just isn't in alignment with what I want to be doing and I think if I would have looked back you know and even now I try to say yes as much as I can to things that are more for my personal life um so I agree we need to really think about the yes or the no and why we're saying yes and no yeah Um, I love it yeah for sure Okay, so what advice would you give to other entrepreneurs or people saying, I want, I think I want to own my own business. I want to kind of, you know, sort of dabble in this. It looks exciting. I love the freedom. What would advice would you give? Like I said earlier, I think that entrepreneurship is mastering the art of believing in yourself. So sometimes things don't happen as fast as you want them to. I see people that'll come to me and say, I just started my business yesterday and I don't have any clients. I'm, I'm, I shouldn't do this. And it's like, it's a learning process. Everything that comes up for you in business is to help you become better at life and at business. And so don't give up. Look at everything as an opportunity to grow, show up, um, say yes to the things that are in alignment with, you know, who you are and put yourself out there. People have to know that you're doing what it is that you're doing. You know, you can't expect people to just, you know, somehow out of midair discover that, you know, you're doing whatever it is that you're doing now, but also just knowing that it's a process and sometimes it's not going to happen as fast as you want it to happen. And there's a lot of hard work in the beginning and, you know, there's different levels to business. You know, you're not just going to open the doors and everything's going to be perfect. And so just being able to just roll with the punches. And I think the way that you do that is to have a clear vision on where it is that you're going. Because if you don't have a clear vision on where it is that you're going or what it is that you want, the littlest thing will cause you to quit. And so I know for me, like I had this vision for a very long time and I, and there were a lot of people that told me it wasn't going to work. I lost, um, you know, a lot of friends, family members thought I was crazy, but I always had this clear vision and knowing that what I was creating was going to be amazing. And I never, never allowed myself to fall into what other people were saying. So stay the path, know that it isn't just an easy, you know, you open your, your business and everything's going to be flowers and candy. It's a process. Um, but know that all of that is there to help you grow. Um, I always say that my business grew at the same rate I did as a person. 
And looking back, I'm kind of glad that I didn't have this success in the beginning that I was like wanting so bad because I don't know that I would have been ready for it. Um, so just know that it's all a process and uh, it isn't going to happen overnight. Get yourself some good mentors, surround yourself with the right people um, and look at everything as an opportunity to grow and not an obstacle and you will definitely be successful. That's great advice. Uh, lots of really great little nuggets there. So what are some <laughs> exciting things that you're working on that you think our listeners would benefit from? And then if you can close with how they can find you, that would be absolutely wonderful. Yeah. So two things that we're mainly focused on in the new year is I have a certification in holistic life coaching. So it's a six month certification that prepares you to be a coach. Um, this coaching certification, we have people, I have cops in this program. I have therapists in this program. I have people that want to add another layer to their multi-level marketing business. Um, the, the skill set that you learn in coaching, you can use in so many different things. So we have a six month self-study course that also includes includes a mentor um, that we're enrolling people for in January. Um, you can find out more information at universityofwellness.org and then click on certification. It's all listed there. You, you can also email me at carissa at universityofwellness.org and I would love to set up a free call to talk to you about those programs. The other thing I do is business consulting. So anyone that's really looking to grow a business or build a business, I work with them privately to help them define what that business is, set some goals and get to where they want to go. And so either one, they can reach me through the University of Wellness. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Krissa. This has been enlightening and I'm so excited for your most recent achievements and your award there in your state. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, thanks for being a guest today. It was awesome visiting with you today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us at Work From Your Happy Place. If you like what you hear, please share it with your friends. And be sure to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher. For a free gift on finding your own happy place, please visit workfromyourhappyplace.com and click on the free audio button. Thanks again for listening. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.